0: Hello and welcome to Between Appointments podcast. I'm Sarah, your host. I am a hairdresser, a mom, a wife, and a big thinker. The conversations I get to have with my clients when they come and get their hair done are so big and broad and beautiful, and they deserve to be in the ears of many. So, here we elaborate, we grow, we expand, we have fun, and we riff just like we would if you were at the salon. So, Sit back, enjoy, and I'll catch you Between Appointments. Hello, hello, welcome back. It's me, Sarah, your host, and this is Between Appointments. It's our final episode of the year and this season, and it's being brought to you on one of my most favorite days of the year, the winter solstice. I could not have timed this or planned it. As perfectly as it has been. I didn't do it intentionally. It just worked out that way, which I always find those things kind of happening in my life. And I always think, ah, that's so poetically perfect. So here we are on Thursday, December 21st. The winter solstice is today. And technically with the Kazemi, it goes into Friday as well. But this whole experience of starting a podcast in tandem with my career as a hairdresser working behind the chair has been such a treat and I'm really looking forward to the new year and coming back with like a restored, rested, rejuvenated kind of mindset and voice. And I also have some plans for keeping certain conversations and topics going, guests and all that jazz. So keep coming into the closet with me. If you haven't listened to old episodes and you need something over the winter break, there are plenty to get caught up on and I would love to hear what you guys have to say about it. So thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for riding this roller coaster, following the bouncing ball and letting my words hit your ears and your soul and your heart every single week. I just love you guys. So let's dive into this week and talk about the winter solstice. So the winter solstice, if you're in the northern hemisphere, you are experiencing the shortest day of the year. There's the least amount of light. The sun is out for the shortest amount of time. And then from that day forward, we just get to add more light into our days until we get to the summer solstice. And what I love about this Because you all know at this point, if you've been listening along, I love a good metaphor, is it really gives us this like permission to embrace like that wusa or that exhale or the observation in our life and then kind of slowly let the lights come back on and get brighter and add more to our lives and enjoy that sunlight. And it's just this beautiful, beautiful day. So Culturally, we have always shifted into thinking more about Hanukkah or Christmas or the New Year. Like, there isn't this huge cultural acknowledgement, I feel like, with the winter solstice, but it's changing. I was in Utah, actually, over Thanksgiving, as you know, and we are talking with one of our family members there, and they were telling us how they have heard of several people who are starting to do winter solstice parties, and they've been to them, and they were telling us just how fun it was and it wasn't like a Christmas party per se but like obviously it's around the holidays but they they were saying and they're not as into like the spiritual stuff as I am but just how cool it was and how different and how they really like they really enjoyed it so I loved hearing it from kind of an unexpected human them acknowledging and honoring and experiencing it I do hope that in the later eras of my time, I can host like a big bash. So culturally, in the history of humans being on this planet, because there wasn't a lot of light, these humans in villages or kind of throughout towns and whatnot they would gather and get together in each other's homes and they'd have really yummy food. They would exchange gifts, which really is very similar to what we're talking about with Christmas. But that's really where some of the culture of Christmas and the holiday season came from. And traditionally, the women would kind of prepare everything. They would be cooking for days. They would be getting their homes ready to welcome everybody in. And it really gave like everybody this kind of cozy place to get to gather and the men when they would be in these environments would kind of sit down and exchange what what didn't work well with their crops what wasn't working well with hunting and trapping or fishing and really kind of explain like what didn't work so you have the women who are creating like a safe space for people to come and gather and have fun and eat well you have the men or the leaders of these tribes or households or villages or towns who are kind of releasing like what needs to go or what the, what they want to do better and not in like a really intentional setting, like I'm kind of painting verbally. But it's the same idea of what we've been encouraged to do in like the spiritual world of really setting some intentions of what we need to let go of, and what we're observing we'd like to call in. And so we did it naturally thousands of years ago. Dare I say hundreds at least, thousands. I would I would say I'm close to a thousand years ago. And it's just slowly migrated to this modernism and shifted more to Christmas and kind of abandoning that part of it with the mental landscape. And the piece of this that I really love is you know, the emotional and the mental part of it because I see this shift in our our world where we understand religious health, we understand political health, physical health, spiritual health, like whatever it is that you want to call it with like the essence of being a human, but we finally are really tapping into mental health. And I really believe that these pieces can be so simply installed in our culture by going back to our foundational traditions or musings, I guess, to get our mental health back on track. Because we've added so many things in, we haven't kept room for old traditions to live on. And so if we are just reminded to go back to these simpler, like exercises or intentional ways of living or this conscious way of engaging with ourselves and the people that matter around us, then our mental health landscape can actually start to thrive because I think that this time of year in particular has a bad rap for being hard on people's mental health if my mirror at the shop could talk <laughs> especially in the last 3 to 4 months i i think that it would it would probably shatter a little bit because hearing the struggles the challenges the emotion the hardships the stories it's a lot and it's a lot for humans to experience and thankfully I am you know informed enough and trained enough in how to hold space for people and not take it home or not let it absorb anymore but I'm just really grateful that the humans in my world and my clients have somewhere to go and they can like kind of let it let it go, get it out of their body. So they're not taking it home to their families or kids or to work. They can let it out there and it doesn't show up in random weird interactions with strangers or at a a party itself. And so the last several months have been really hard. And I have heard from a lot of different hairdressers in our industry that this year feels particularly heavier because of a lot of different topics. Um, and I just am here to remind you, like, it's okay that it's heavy right now because that's kind of the anthropological history of it. I don't even know if that's really a word, but if you look back, like these people would come into each other's homes and gather because they didn't have a lot of light. And so they would pick somewhere to go and be in the darkness together, the warmth of someone's home to gather because they're going to be isolated all winter. It'd be cold, they'd be stuck in their cabins or just kind of in the areas that they would forage and have as their home base, but they would look at what had come up through the fall and the summer that was really hard and they need to do better in the new year, in the springtime, and it was a safe space to do it. So metaphorically speaking, as a hairdresser, I love that I kind of have this mindset and this way of allowing people to do that in the fall and going into winter so if there is heaviness in your life right now or clunkiness there's a lot of reasons for it but know that you're not alone and that this Thursday this night you actually have a little bit of like cosmic magic that helps you kind of release some of it if you choose to engage or not that's okay too But allow yourself to kind of let go of some things. Write down what hasn't worked, what you really want to let go of, and things that you really would like to call in in the coming months because it's not about taking action on the 22nd of December. It's just about letting it go. And when we have those like feelings or thoughts rumbling in our bodies, rolling around in our brains keeping us up at night, or eating our guts alive because we're stressed out, they need somewhere to go. So writing is incredibly cathartic. If you need more than just writing, go speak it out to somebody. Talk to yourself in your car. Whatever whatever feels right to you, do it. Um, I just really think that there is such a cool moment in this. And, you know, a, in a week we'll have the full moon. And a lot of light will be shed on things that have kind of been brewing and happening and taking place and you know I think if you give yourself the pause before this really busy holiday weekend cuz Christmas Eve is on Sunday and Christmas is on Monday you will thank yourself even if you just sat down for like 10 minutes and wrote out a couple things that you're like tired of or you want to see change in the new year it's hard to do the whole tradition of like new years, new you, for a lot of people, there's a lot of societal pressure. And so that's where I love like this little like pre end of the year, like reminder, or like, I don't know, pause of like, Hey guys, let's check in with ourselves, watch things play out, and then kind of go easy into the new year versus feeling this like, Oh, it's January one, I got to start today. That's not, that's not a it's not very obtainable. It's not really sustainable. And I think, again, it's just getting back to that simpler grassroots. What did we do historically and why did we get away from it? So one of the things I really love to do on the winter solstice is have like a soup. I typically make chicken noodle soup and I have a really yummy recipe that I just kind of grabbed a few different recipes and like made them work together but um I love to do a soup Where this year we're gonna have it at a friend's house and I think we're having chili that she's making and just something that warms your body from the inside out and just really like intentional food and fun music I suspect just knowing our crowd will do a little bit of like intention setting as a group and kind of just having those conversations and making that normal, which I love that now we have kids involved in our lives. that They're learning this from an early age, and so they'll learn how to vocalize those things. They'll also learn how to hold space and hear what other people have to say and be mindful of what other people might need or are going through. So I love this because it takes it away from... The cultural idea of like let's get together and eat too much and drink too much and buy a lot of gifts and just make it about things that are so fun but not totally necessary and aren't as the most as most supportive to our like long-term selves as it is just like the short-term self so that's my love of it um a couple years back we like I was I was was I pregnant yes I was pregnant. Yeah, I was pregnant. We had just moved in. We had a couple people over. It was very sweet, very simple. No, it wasn't. It was the year after because the year, um, that was the year of COVID. So we were still in like COVID times. But the year after we had people over, I remember, and we had like just an amazing playlist. We like sat around and kind of like mused things that worked and didn't work in a fun way and it wasn't this like heavy clunky like hard conversation it just was a really beautiful exchange between people who kind of knew each other but at that point weren't very close but because of that even though they're not in each other's lives I'm more of like the common denominator between that group of friends of mine but um it just there's a kinship there because there's vulnerability there's honesty and that doesn't normally happen this time of year. It's kind of like surface level. Are you ready for the holidays? What's your favorite recipe? Are you a big gift giver? What's that look like for your traditions? Like, And those conversations are all super fun and very easy to navigate. But sometimes when we're going through harder seasons, which winter is hard on some people emotionally and mentally, I think we need deeper conversation. So... When you just kind of glaze over it, it continues to get your mind and your body to kind of glaze over what you're going through. So hopefully this is a beautiful way for you to learn about the winter solstice, how you could do it. Things that matter in a different way around the holiday season. Because as much as it is like a, a material-based holiday and it is religious for a lot of people... It doesn't have to be religious. It can have a lot of meaning in a different way. And I just hope that you guys all have something that you've taken away from this year or maybe from the podcast and some of the conversations that you can say are changing some of the lenses you're viewing things from and allowing yourself to lean into parts of yourself that you didn't know that needed to be scratched or greased up. And in the new year that you have the support or the desire to allow yourself more exploration and more more growth, I think, and more comfort in becoming a different version of yourself, I think it's really okay to morph into a new version of yourself. If you look like the same version of you, For too long. I don't think that's normal. (laughs) Um, We've talked about it with like plastic surgery. And Botox. And aging. And with like hairdressing. Like you. There is a brand within yourself. If you will. That you have to have at the core. But the shifts and changes should happen much like the seasons do. And to allow yourself on a physical and a mental or an emotional landscape to have that shift or that growth is very normal and very like beautiful and should be encouraged and not discouraged because if you get the same color and the same cut all the time, that's boring and it doesn't mean you can't do it for a while. But every once in a while, you got to shake it up. You got to throw in some highlights. You got to get a low light. Maybe add a different type of layer. Take some length off learn how to style it differently. It doesn't take a whole lot. It's little shifts, not big like not big ones. So that's kind of where we're at with this conversation. I really I don't have a whole lot more that I want to dive into on the topic of winter solstice unless I get into the astrology part of it and I I just think I'm going to leave it there because I want this to leave you feeling light and encouraged and excited and also i hope that you try something a little different with the winter solstice because again it's just a magical day so one of my favorite days of the year if you do something for yourself in a small or big way make make sure you tag me or take a picture or send me a text or send me a message because i would love to see what you're doing um I'm very excited for our little get-together and hopefully, like, let's just put it out there. Let's say in two years, the podcast will have grown so much that we will have, like, a podcast-like event on the winter solstice and do something. That would be so cool. (laughs) I'll put it out there in two years. Not next year, but maybe the year after that we're going to be at a point where, like, let's get together in person on the winter solstice and... Like have a really fun gathering. So thank you guys for all of your support, all your love, all of your encouragement. I love you. And in the new year, we will be back or I will be back with more episodes. And I have taken so many notes on what it is you guys are looking for and loved engaging with. So stay tuned. More people will be coming into the closet. And we'll see where this bad boy goes. So thank you so much. And I'll catch you between appointments.